a desert planet with twin suns. They call themselves the Bad Batch. We do what we do. What else you got? Give me more! Welcome back to Twin Sun Talks, folks. I'm your host, Jonah Liu, and it is time for another uh, Bad Batch review and breakdown. Uh, today I'm coming to y'all from Venice, Louisiana, so f- first on-location episode, I suppose. I guess I used to record these in College Station, so maybe not first, but... Um, yeah, so if there are any background noises, I'm currently in a hotel, uh, hotel room sharing it with two other people. So, uh, we're working with what we got, and I wanted to get this episode to y'all today. So, without further ado, let's get into I Have Spoken. I Have Spoken. Alrighty, welcome back to I Have Spoken, folks. Today I'm going to be going over episode 7 of The Bad Batch, which is titled Battle Scars. Uh, as usual, I'm going to be going through my non-spoiler review first, uh, and then going into my full spoiler breakdown and review. So, for my non-spoiler review, I have, wow, this episode is absolutely incredible. The level of action and plot progression I have been wanting. I couldn't be more pleased with this episode or more excited to see where we go from here. Great emotional content. I was hooked the entire time. Uh, I really am not comfortable saying anything more uh, without uh, giving anything away, so if you haven't watched it, I would suggest stopping right here to avoid any spoilers and going and watching it and then coming back. Uh, The rest of this episode will have spoilers, spoiler warning, spoiler warning, spoiler warning, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Okay, let's get right into my full spoiler review and breakdown. So, episode 6, Battle Scars. We start off uh, in a starship chase. The Bad Batch is mid-mission, and we get to see kind of fun team dynamics during the conflict, and the team narrowly escapes uh, with their uh, cargo, which is a lizard-like creature. Uh, Back on Ord Mantel, Sid accepts the bounty and pays them, uh, but pays them less than they were expecting. And then Sid uh, goes on to express that they are deeply indebted to her uh, because of all the different fees that she's been waiving uh, on their behalf. While all this is going on, Wrecker and Omega uh, go out to get a snack as their post-mission tradition, which is kind of fun to see them as kind of almost like a brother-sister, fun-uncle-niece dynamic going on. Um, A commotion occurs in Sid's pub while the team is in her office conferencing with her, and it is revealed to be none other than Captain Rex, which is absolutely amazing and so, so fun. Uh, of course, the week that he actually shows up is the week where before I said that he probably wouldn't show up for another two, but, I mean, that's about how my luck works in this show, I suppose. Uh, Rex talks to the team about what has transpired since the end of the Clone Wars, uh, and he takes particular interest in Omega, who correctly identifies him as a first-generation clone by the lines on his face, um, which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, And then we learn that Rex uh, found their location with the help of the Martez sisters, which uh, confirms that he was uh, who they contacted at the end of the previous episode. Uh, Wrecker mentions a persistent headache, which puts Rex automatically on alert, uh, and he asks what he means by uh, a headache 
And Tech says uh, we're kind of trust comfort him by saying it couldn't be their inhibitor chips because uh, their mutations have kind of prevented those from working. Rex says that there's still a danger and compares the team uh, to a group of time bombs ready to go off at uh, any point. And the team resolves to meet Rex on Bracca, which is a starship graveyard as uh, it is described in this episode and it's also the setting uh, or a setting in Jedi Fallen Order, which is a canon video game that came out a couple years ago. Uh, Wrecker is very reluctant to have his chip removed as the team travels, and then uh, when they arrive on Bracca, they are met by Rex, who is traveling in the same Y-Wing from the end of the Clone Wars. Uh, the ships uh, being decommissioned on Bracca are uh, Jedi cruisers, which house the same medical facilities that Rex uh, had his inhibitor chip removed in. The team and Rex move stealthily through uh, all the wreckage uh, as the Scrapper's Guild controls the planet and probably wouldn't take kindly to them uh, sneaking around their ships. Um, we have a really cool conversation between uh, Rex and Echo about their old 501st Brother Fives, uh, who was the first clone to discover the inhibitor ships. Uh, and then within the wreckage of the Jedi Cruiser, Wrecker is attacked by what I think is a Dinoga, which is the same creature that attacks Luke and the Trash Compactor in A New Hope, which is kind of a cool callback. Um, and then when the team gets to the med chamber, uh, Echo begins to reboot the equipment. Tech runs a diagnostic on Wrecker, and Omega expresses concern to Hunter that the procedure uh, has possibility to uh, go wrong and that it's dangerous, and Rex explains that it's more dangerous to keep their chips in. Suddenly, Wrecker snaps and his inhibitor chip, chip takes control. He attacks Tech and goes after the team, saying that they are in violation of Order 66 and must be dealt with as traitors to the Empire. And may I just say that Wrecker is scary. He is so much like a child uh, in this show, and to see him as more of a cold-blooded killer was, was really terrifying. Uh, he takes out Rex, Echo, and Hunter very easily, and Omega is the only one left. Uh, eventually, after a pretty elaborate chase scene, she has him at gunpoint but doesn't shoot. Rager, Wrecker takes the gun from her and starts to say good soldiers follow orders, but he is stunned by Rex from behind. Uh, we cut to the procedure of his inhibitor chip being removed, being completed, uh, but he is still unconscious and his vitals are uh, rather unconclusive. Uh, Omega insists on staying by his side until he wakes up. He eventually does, uh, and the rest of the team has the procedure performed on them as well. Uh, we get a heartfelt moment when Wrecker apologizes to Omega, and she ends up sharing a snack with him uh, again to keep their post-mission uh, tradition alive. Rex and Hunter talk about uh, Rex's cause uh, which is essentially to keep fighting for the Republic even though it is no longer uh, in place. And uh, Hunter kind of ponders whether or not the Bad Batch will fall into that camp. There's sort of a mutual, if you need me, you know where to find me between the two and Rex uh, leaves. And then last shot of the episode, um, Hunter is spotted by members of the Scrapper Guild from afar and they resolve to contact the Empire. So that's the end of the episode. My review would be that this episode was 
really, really good. I really, really enjoyed it. I loved seeing Rex. He's one of my favorite characters from the Clone Wars. I thought that he fit the vibe perfectly. I liked how apprehensive he was, because um, you can really tell how Order 66 affected him personally. I thought that Rex's charm was extremely well executed, and I was genuinely scared for what would happen. I wish that it had had more significant consequences, and it might. We'll see. But... Um, I still thought it was really well done. I can't wait to have the Imperials back in the mix. I've been missing that. It's been since, I think, episode three since we've seen them, so that's going to be super, super fun. Um, I was hoping that Echo would get a new handprint from Rex on his armor, but oh well, that's, that's kind of a small thing. And I think that this show is finally starting to find its stride, and I really can't wait to see what happens next. Uh, with that being said, let's move into visions. To continue, we need one singular vision. My vision. So I don't have too too much to say on this this week. Uh, this episode is mainly just confirming previous theories that I already had, rather than uh, either disproving or uh, giving me more stuff to go off of. But the Wrecker and Rex theories both have played out pretty similarly to how I had predicted. Um, like I said, not too much to go off of, but I do hope that this isn't the last that we see of Rex in this show. I hope that. Maybe he comes back with Wolf and Gregor, and I really hope to see how he recruits them and how he tracks them down. I really want some explanations on Omega. I still think that she's Force-sensitive uh, due to like how she is able to connect with creatures. It's kind of uh, reminiscent of Ezra and Rebels. Um, and like I said, not much was disproven in this episode about any of my other theories, other than the Ahsoka theory from the previous episode, which in hindsight I was really dumb about saying because I rewatched the episode and Rafa did refer to their client as a male, um, so it couldn't have been Ahsoka. But anyways, um, that's really all I have for this episode. Um, just kind of clean and easy. It was really amazing. I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah if uh oh stay tuned next week uh, i'm have my brother jeb on again we're talking about uh what we hope to see in star wars moving forward and future projects along with a very special edition of the ranking master you're not going to want to miss that um trying to think that's about it um yeah You've taken your first steps into a larger world. May the Force be with you, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye, friends.